We're back again for another episode of uh, our podcast where uh, we talk about having a, a relationship with God that seems common in the sense that not common that it's everyone's doing it or common that it's it's normal the way that everyone lives, but common in the sense that it's just part of your everyday life. It's just part of everything that you're normally commonly doing uh, from whether going to work or picking up the kids or uh, hobbies or or if you're just, um, you know, living the best life ever, whatever. It's just how you live life. It's just a common part of everything you do. It's not compartmentalized, which we do oftentimes where we put God on this, uh, okay, I did my time with God or I went to church or I did that. But it's the fact as you are going and as you are living, just God is just part of who you are because you are so a part of who God is. And that's kind of the real key that we've been talking about for the past year. And we're continuing on in that discussion and this journey about being with God and how from that flows out and is evident to our relationships around us. We've been really focusing on the last few episodes, part of that sacred rhythms in our lives uh, and using the discipline of prayer and the importance of it in our lives to be able to make sure that we understand really how valuable prayer is to uh, us on this journey. And we talked about the importance of prayer. We talked about the Lord's Prayer. We're going to keep talking about prayer. And uh, what we're going to kind of look at here during this episode is the idea that uh, prayers move. Uh, And when we say that, we're referring to the idea that prayer does two things. It should move us to action, that we aren't just saying things in repetitive motion or repetitive uh, patterns, but we're actually saying things to believe those things to actually move us. (laughs) And and what do I mean by that? Well, uh, if you just look at the Lord's Prayer itself, the Lord's Prayer says, you know, uh, thy kingdom come, okay, thy will be done as on heaven as on earth. That phrase right there alone should move you to say, it's not my agenda, it's not my kingdom, and uh, I need to be a part of helping heaven come to earth, and that's, that's causing movement, that's, that's causing us to move. But the second part of this, uh, really, uh, is for us to think through as well, too, is that uh, we are in a world that is uh, seen, but we also recognize there's the unseen. There's this, uh, whether we call it the spiritual realm or we call it this, whatever, spiritual part of it. Uh, the Bible talks about the idea that our body, or we're not against, uh, our fat fight is not against flesh and blood, but against the, the, the spiritual forces, the uh, municipalities, the, the schemes of the devil, those types of things. There's stuff happening all around us uh, that are going on that you and I are not, going to be able to move in and but we're asking God to move in those things in fact Paul even said that in Hebrews chapter 13 he said pray for us for we are sure that we have a clear conscience, desiring to act honorably in all things I urge you the more earnestly to do this in order that I may be restored to you sooner now now what's Paul saying is he's saying I'm 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 praying that you need to pray that I can come to you sooner that I need this movement to take place so that even though I might want to come there, I, I, I needed this to happen or I need this to move. Yeah. Jesus himself talking about faith in connection to prayer, he said, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you had faith like the grain of a mustard seed, you would say this mountain move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Now, again, we use those terms and sometimes we put them in our own context and we, and we put them in our own 
physical world and we say these mountains, whether it's financial debt or relationship or whatever mountain we claim, but, but I think God is talking about these mountains or these things that are happening in the spiritual realm that, that can move, that can, that can no longer be a, a, a stronghold or no longer can be something that has its grip and can actually move in, in ways that you and I can't even understand or fathom, and, and prayers do that. Well, uh, that was a long introduction, but uh, get us to where we're at. And if you're new with us, we're glad that you're here. And I just want to remind you, I'm Pastor Dan. I'm the pastor at a church, uh, at Refuge Church in Manor, PA, and with me always. I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And these guys are, are helping us to, to really have this kind of conversation, this dialogue about prayer, and, and really the concept of understanding how prayers move. It moves us, and it, it moves in the spiritual sense. One of the things that we've talked about uh, here before and I uh, want to kind of talk about a little bit here is just the idea that prayer has been uh, kind of brought to a, a, a almost a mockery a little bit within our society that anytime something happens, people throw out the phrase, well, thoughts and prayers are with you. And it's almost like, you know, when someone sneezes, they say, God bless you. And no one really thinks about, well, why am I saying God bless you when they sneeze? Or it's just like almost a common courtesy. And, and it doesn't really have the power that I think what we're trying to talk about here is that prayer should have, that there should be a power that happens. And just kind of curious, Mike, you know, for you, for your perspective, whenever you see someone say, well, thoughts and prayers, uh, does, does that bother you at all? Like, do you react at all? Or does, does that take away from what prayer is supposed Man. to be? Yeah, I, well, it's hard because it, I feel like if on the one hand I sit here and say that it does bother me, I'm going to offend people that actually are legitimately sending thoughts and prayers. And yet on the other side, if I say that it doesn't bother me, part of me feels like I am just endorsing an attitude that, um, it really just sends this empty platitude and victimizes people. Yeah. And, and the reason that I use that language and that strong language is because um, I, I take following Jesus very seriously. And, and I think that that's something that, that we should do if we say that we're going to follow Jesus. Like that's a serious decision. Yeah. And I think sometimes whenever it comes to following Jesus, we, we look at it more as a gray area, but like at the end of the day, either you follow him or you don't, right? Yeah. Either you walk with him um, or you don't. And so when I think about the idea of thoughts and prayers, um, uh, like, are you actually doing that? And, it, and it's a challenge that I have for myself because I, I'm just as guilty as anybody else, right? And saying, oh, yeah, no, hey, I'll pray for you or something like that. That tends to be the, the church way of, of sending thoughts and prayers is, oh, I'll pray for you. But, but seriously, like... God says that prayers have power yeah. and, and that there is a significance to it. In fact, it's one of the commands I, I believe that Jesus gave is, is to pray. And yet at the same time, whenever I think about the life of Jesus or any of the apostles, show me an example where they walk into a hard situation and they're like, oh man, thoughts and prayers and then go about their day. Yeah. Like if we don't see it in the new Testament, again, it, it can be a very powerful thing. And, and if you are someone that takes that very seriously, I don't want to be stepping on your toes at yeah. all. Um, but I think about someone like Tunch Ilkin and I, I think about this all the time. Tunch who passed, I think two years ago, um, 
or a year ago. Anyway, within that time, yeah, yeah, he, he's done um, a lot of incredible work with Light of Life Missions in Pittsburgh. Um, yep. And in Pittsburgh, was just seen by everybody as this beloved hero. In it was ALS, yeah, um, yeah, just terrible. Um, but anyway, he would he would go around and, and just be talking to people. And I remember after he passed the day after um, I was listening to the radio to a local sports broadcast and they were talking about Tunch and guys that are not believers um, yeah. who might be religious, but they're, they're not believers. And they, the one uh, has a daughter who just has a lot of complications and, and has for a while. And he said, I'm at Steelers training camp. Tunch comes up to me. And is asking about my daughter, like using her name, like he's aware of the situation. And so we're talking yeah. and I've met him before and everything. And Tunch goes, would it be all right if I pray for her? And so he's like, yeah, 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 no problem. Again, assuming it's thoughts and prayers. And Tunch puts his hand on this man's shoulder and just begins to pray for his daughter. And he's just like, you have no idea what that meant to me. Yeah. The act of actually doing something and daughter wasn't healed in a day yeah. and is still going through things. But the reality that like Tunch was a dude that lived that out. Yeah. And for me in my life, like I don't, I want to be more like that. I want to be more like, and Tunch wasn't Jesus, but how Jesus would, would actually act and work in hard situations as opposed to thoughts and prayers. Yeah. So that's, I mean, those are my thoughts. I feel like it's more of an empty platitude anymore. Yeah. And, and, and I think what you're saying is exactly what we're getting at. You know, I mean, we're not going to get into some of the, political stuff or the different ideas. But a lot of times when a tragedy happens, uh, people will get around and say, well, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. But then it goes right into the political debate about whether it's a gun control issue or whether it's, uh, you know, another issue or what's happening. And, and, and it just kind of it, it, it irritates me because, uh, you know, when that tragedy takes place, there are real victims that have lost life or people are going through grieving. At the same time, there's oftentimes this presence of evil where we live in a culture of death, where life isn't valued, whether it's, it's because of a, of a violence issue, whether it's because of a, of a racial issue, whatever. Like there's real issues that are going on. And, and, and the thoughts and prayers get thrown out there instead of just saying, well, maybe I need to pray for the movement of God in, in my life to move towards that. And also the movement of God that... Uh, this evil of of life being treated so so uh, you know throwawayable that 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 would would change. Yeah, I think it's honestly up there for me is that same phrase as I know what you're going through, and like <laughs> how rare that that phrase actually applies, and how I think anyone who's wise as a friend or as a counselor never uses that phrase, even when they do know what someone's going through, except in the most extreme of situations. Like it's, yeah. to me, it's borderline that offensive, because again, like I think it gets into just this reality that like, do you believe that God is who he says that he is? Yeah. Because like prayer is such like a powerful thing. And, and I know we all have stories in our own lives just about how we've seen the power of prayer work because God is working and it's not because we're putting the dollar into the cosmic vending machine, yeah. but this reality that like he is a God that, that is for his creation and we are to advocate on behalf of his creation as well. And, and there's just, there's something to that. So, yeah. And, and so this, this is kind of what we're, we're getting at. And, and again, we, we leave some of that other discussions for other times and places. But for us to really think about our prayers are not just 
good vibes, good thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, something we just say after, after somebody sneezes and say, God bless you. But prayer is actually things that move, can move the hand of God, that can move us. And when we say, hey, we're going to pray, man, we believe that to be true. Right, Ryan, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, well, it actually leads me into, I, I, uh, I remember reading this book a little while ago, um, just to look at the cover, how to live a life of prayer. It's really good, little short book, but, um, E.M. Bounds some says something to the same lines of what you're saying. Um, you know, he says prayer affects men by affecting God. Prayer moves men because it moves God to move men. He says, prayer influences men by influencing God to influence them. He says, prayer moves the hand that moves the world, you know, yeah. and, and, and it just gets at this, like the power of, of prayer, God, God affecting his people to pray for others, yeah. you know? And, and I think, um, I, I don't know, it's, it's almost kind of like, almost in a sense, like spitting on Jesus in a sense, just to say like, Hey, I'm praying for you, but not to pray. Yeah. You know, it, it's such a serious thing that you're telling someone you're going to do, yeah. you know, and I think there's not enough reverence behind prayer. And I was just talking to someone the other day and they were, you know, sadly kind of just saying, well, you know, I, I feel like when people say thoughts in, in prayers, that's that them saying that is all the thinking and praying yeah. that they did. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of times, which, you know, can be sad, but I think even sadder is, you know, I've seen so many memes of like, Hey, your thoughts and prayers just showed up, you know, and it's like an empty U-Haul, yeah. you know? And it's yeah. like, and I think there's really this attack on, well, oh, well, yeah, your prayers accomplished nothing. So, right. you know, so I think it's like being able to see, no, 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 no. Like prayer affects things because God is affecting anything, you know, in this world, you know, and, and I guess for me, that's just kind of where I, I kind of stand between that conundrum of, okay, well, you know, we need to encourage people to, to truly, truly pray. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we really want to encourage you, like, you know, uh, we're not here again, solving all these problems, all these issues, but, uh, I think we have to look at ourselves in all these moments, first of all, and to say, okay, am I flippant about the idea of prayer? Is it just something I do because I have to bless the food before I eat? Is it just something I do because before I go to bed, I have to say prayer? But do you actually believe that prayer moves? Do you actually believe in the power of God that, um, You know, he is sovereign over all, and there are forces out there that are unknown and unseen. And do you even recognize that prayer should move you, too? You know, we started this out by, you know, highlighting that Lord's Prayer about even that idea of, you know, um, you know, thy will be done, thy kingdom come uh, as on heaven as on earth. If you just pray that prayer, that's going to move you to, to, to live differently. That's going to move you when somebody shares something or you see something tragically happen. You start to say, okay, what can I do in this moment that can demonstrate the kingdom of God? What can I do this moment to move in a way that, that God would move, that Jesus would move? And then you look and say, and, and man, we are living in a world or a society right now that is filled with evil, injustice, 
hatred, uh, murder, uh, bigotry, abuse. Uh, God, we need you to move in ways that, that I can't even fathom. Like, like in those kind of prayers, I'm not just praying like, okay, Lord, here's how I want you to fix everything. <laughs> here's how, you know, if you would just do things this way, you would take care of this. Because I, I step back and say, wow, I have no idea. But God, I need you to move. And there are times in my life, you know, where, where there's sometimes, Lord, like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what, but something needs to happen, and I need you to show up, God. And, and, and I'm trusting that you are. And so there's almost an expectation that he will show up. And, and so I want us to just try to think about or see prayer more than just, again, thoughts and prayers. Again, and I, I'm echoing what Mike says well, too. I think there's some people that are very genuine when they say thoughts Absolutely. and prayers. I don't, I don't want to take that away. But if I could pull a, a generalization out of it, I, I think we often use it just as a, a scapegoat to because we don't know what else to say and we, we feel badly, and so we're going to say that. Or someone tells us something and we'll say, oh, I'll pray for you. And that's, like you said, Ryan, all we, we've mm-hmm. ever did. Yeah, and and... You know, Mike, I think what you were getting at with with Tunch, you know, is such a good example, you know, because I think what we should leave from this is not being discouraged to pray, but but two, just when there is an opportunity where we see a very real need for prayer, don't just think you're going to remember it tomorrow when you have a scheduled time right. to pray, yeah. you know, and, and I, I found that, too, in my life of whether you're actually right then in that moment praying aloud for someone or just take time as, as much as you can right in that moment to actually pray, you know, just, you know, just step aside, do whatever, you know, if you're in your car or whatnot, or just, if you're reading something online, stop and actually pray. If you spent the same amount of energy that it takes to send the text or to literally say the phrase as quick as it is thoughts and prayers on a prayer to God on behalf of that person, it would be better spent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you don't, you don't have to, you're not saying, God, I need you. You know, you have to have all the ways to fix it. <laughs> you're just recognizing that, that again, in these moments, there's real sadness and grief and sorrow. Right. Um, you know, uh, there's been times over and over again that, you know, I hear something or someone's going through something and you're just like, wow, like, man, I can't even imagine the grief and sadness. And you realize that when you see the news or you see reports, that's happening all the time around us. Uh, and so that, that in itself should move us to compassion and, and to uh, come alongside. But then at the same time, knowing that, that, again, that, you know, our battle here isn't against so-and-so. It isn't against this person or, or that group, but it's against uh, spiritual forces. It's against the, the schemes of the devil that he, he walks around like a roaring lion and, and, and people are being lied to and, and tricked and stolen from. And, and, and he is trying to push his agenda and his kingdom. And, and we are, are, are pushing back on that because of of who God is and, and God's, uh, you know, the heaven coming to earth, those types of things. That's what we have to say, God, I want you to move uh, in that way. God, I want you to move in ways that I can't even, I can't even see or fathom. I want you to, to move in the, uh, with all the angels and with all the power, with all the authority. Um, and, and, and I just want to sit back and watch you, you do that. Well, and I think that's, that's even a great litmus test uh, in terms of just the, the reality of prayer 
when you see these situations, when you see these examples, it's easy in the moment to like to empathize with the the victims or whatever situation is that that, that's going on. Um, But talk about a prolonged issue. Look at one that that for seven days bothers you just as much day one as it or day seven as it does on day one. Like I, I think sometimes it's a lot easier to pray and to really pray when it's something that actually gets at you, when it gets at your heart and it gets at your being and and you go before the Lord and say, God, this isn't right. God, I don't understand why this is moving in this way. I don't understand why evil is still allowed and why this brokenness exists, but God, I need you to move. I need you to do something because you are God and I'm not, and only you can do anything about this, but it's, it's really got to get at our heartstrings. It's got to be just like anything else, right? The things that, that, that actually get us involved are the things that are compelling enough for that. And so don't just casually, you know, toss an idea like that out there. If you're not actually moved by it, stay in the moment with that person. That's fine. And, and, and and be a good friend and a good neighbor to them or, or family member or whatever. But the things that actually do move you, be in that moment and pray. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you know, the last thing as we wrap up here, I just want to give a little bit of encouragement for some of you that maybe have been praying this way and you haven't seen God move and you're, you're, you're frustrated or you feel stuck. Um, you know, I was referring to someone and talking to them before, you know, and they, you know, kind of referred this to this idea of just kind of sitting in a waiting room, waiting for the doctor and just feel like they've been sitting there forever and ever and ever and ever. And like, you know, what are you doing? You're just sitting there. <laughs> and, and and yet, I, I think there's another way of, of looking at this and, and to know. First of all, when we pray, we pray in, with, with this understanding of faith uh, that there are things that are unseen. And so what we feel like is not moving or we feel like it's not happening, uh, we don't know. We really don't because you don't know what God is doing and all those other things. And so we just know, okay, Lord, I don't, I don't feel this way, or I don't feel things, or I, I, I'm, I'm acknowledging where I'm at, but I also realize I don't, I don't see everything. And then you also have to recognize in that waiting or in that moment might be exactly where God needs you to be to yeah. prepare you for whatever that next move is going to be. And so that waiting isn't wasted. That waiting can be beneficial because it's building in you something. I always remember an illustration where, you know, God told this guy to, to push on this rock and he pushed on it, pushed on it day after day after day after day. And the rock never moved. And all of a sudden Satan showed up one day and Satan said to the guy, Oh, look at all the time you've wasted. You haven't done anything. You haven't done anything. And, and the guy started to get discouraged and, and started pushing less and less and less and eventually just stopped. And God shows up and says, well, why'd you stop pushing? He said, well, I didn't move anything. And God said, I didn't ask you to move it. I just asked you to push it. Yeah. And God's, and the guy said, well, I didn't do anything. He said, yeah, but look how big your arms have gotten. Look how strong your legs have gotten. I'm preparing you for what's next. Like, you know, we got to recognize, you know, even if this thing or whatever it may be hasn't changed or there's still the injustice that you see going on uh, and you wonder, God, why haven't you moved? Uh, it's okay to wonder that, but to recognize the truth is that God is moving that all things in the end will be brought into its proper place, that God is a judge, that justice will be done, and that there is a place eventually that there will be no more tears, no more sadness, no more grief. And although we may be in that, not in that moment yet, it is to come. 
And maybe somehow God will bring a little bit of that to this part right now. But if he doesn't, it's not wasted. And to keep praying with anticipation of God moving in you and moving in places you can't see. And if you come to a spot where you feel like, oh, man, I just prayer is just not working. Uh, you know what? Reach out to some people, that you know, just say, hey, you know what? I'm in a I'm in a dry spot right now or I'm in a, a uh, just a, a real down spirit about prayer and just start praying for the your own feeling about prayer uh, because I do believe that prayer is so much more than just thoughts and prayers good vibes that is prayer is something that moves us and it moves in ways that we can't see and if you'd like us to pray you can send us an email uh, you can email us at info at churchrefuge.com we'd love to pray for you uh, we'd love to pray for for the things that are going on and just want to encourage you to believe in the true power of prayer.